Welcome to the survival podcast for people who take movies too seriously. We survived the apocalypse, so you don't have to. I'm Johnny. And I'm Shane. Were you doing that delay deliberately, or is that just how much of a delay there is for us? <laughs> no, you're... you're um, I didn't actually hear you say, I'm Johnny, so I just was watching your mouth, and then I said... <laughs> but even even at the very beginning, like, after the... I didn't... Yeah, again, you were, you were silent, then you came in. Oh, okay. If it wasn't obvious to, We've a bit of a to, delay, to yeah. everybody, uh, we're not in the same room. We're recording this via, uh, I was going to say Skype, but it's not via Skype, but another another video call service. Yeah, which was working great a few minutes ago. Yeah. And now it's not when they were recording. <laughs> oh, there's clearly a massive delay. Yeah. Oh, well. It wasn't this big a few minutes ago. It's really annoying. No. I wonder is it like... My wife started watching Netflix or something, and it just <laughs> delayed my uh, internet a little bit. No, what I was actually meant to go into first before we get started on this week's topic, which, yeah, we didn't even say that. It's hurricanes and hurricane preparedness because, well, we're in the hurricane season. Yeah, scary stuff. We actually, we put out a, we put out to a vote this week for what our uh, next episode should be, and nobody was interested in either so we decided to just abandon that poll and do a completely different episode <laughs> uh we'll we'll do forest yeah, fires eventually oh we will we'll get to it it's uh but it's, well then hurricanes took over the news cycle so we decided to jump on that one well it was mainly we it was between forest fires and the boys and 11 people voted and like 70 people voted last time so i was just like okay nobody cares about either of these topics so <laughs> yeah, and especially surviving the boys would be fun. It was only between two. Sorry, say it that was again. only they were only given two choices, and it, I think it was like a maybe sixty percent had voted for the. But it was pretty much half and half. There was yeah. six people interested in both those episodes, <laughs> and like the idea of letting like eleven people decide an episode just seems like a bit of a bad idea. Like letting eleven people decide. Yeah, we got to feed. Oh, you just got to feed the mask. You just cut yeah. out for me. God damn it. Uh, yeah, if you're hoping to be getting like a couple of thousand downloads once it goes up, it's probably not a good idea to put it to a vote that only 11 people care about. <laughs> exactly. Um, so. But we've been saying that for a long time. We're going to try and do more uh, specific survival topics and things like that. So, uh, like, Hurricanes is a good one, especially this. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't rely on people yeah. having uh, seen the film or whatever, because that was it. like I thought about well, like what uh, what hurricane movies could we cover to like get us into the scenario of surviving a hurricane, and there really there aren't any. Like if you if you Google yeah. hurricane movie, the first result is the hurricane with Denzel Washington, which you know is only it's only oh, kind yeah. of about a hurricane. <laughs> and otherwise it's like it's funny like hurricane movies typically a hurricane is only the backdrop and it's a, yeah like hard rain yeah yeah what, what is hard rain it's like a serial killer or something on the loose is it no it's uh the town floods and it's uh there's a heist they these guys trying to break into the bank while the town is being evacuated okay that's all about like the local sheriff has to stop them, and he's Christian Slater. That so, oh yeah. yes, yes. There's also a film that came out this year called Hurricane Heist. The oh, Hurricane yeah. Heist, exactly. Uh, I, I, Is it the same idea well, again? I assume so. Well, I think it's more of a like 
maybe I remember seeing the trailer there was a highway chase in it during a hurricane so I think it's like money being moved or something oh yeah but uh, <coughs> yeah it looked like bullshit anyway and as well there was that that film <laughs> Crawl was out this year oh the with the it's about the the alligator um, yeah the alligator Which, uh, that's a cool idea I liked it <laughs> that it's a great um, idea but again, it's like, yeah, the hurricane is just like an, a, another enemy in the film. Well, Crawl, yeah. I haven't seen Crawl, but like, I like those type of ideas. I've actually heard good yeah, things about it. Doing. Yeah. it like, See, it's different with um, Tornadoes, because you've got Twister, and then I think there's a movie called Tornado, which came out about the same time, which is a complete ripoff, or <coughs> vice versa. And Twister ended up being the bigger mm. movie. Um, there, isn't, there is a movie where, like, because their whole thing is they have this device for like, going up into the hurricane and predicting yeah, it and yeah. stuff. And there's another movie that has this exact same prop. And I, I, it's probably called Tornado. It's like Dante's Peak and Volcano. Or Deep Impact yeah. and Armageddon. Armageddon and uh, Deep Impact. I had to think what it was called. <laughs> yeah, though it, it is just funny thinking about it that there's no sort of there is no singular or just where, where the hurricane is the the main thing i'm sure there is though i'm sure there is 70s a 70s disaster movie just called hurricane oh like towering inferno time era i'd say after that there's definitely a hurricane movie i just googled it there out of curiosity there is a 1974 film called hurricane and yeah yeah there is but it doesn't have it Oh yeah, 1970. It doesn't have and 1979 as well. You see, I was expecting it to have somebody really big in it though, so it doesn't really count. But uh, <laughs> so we 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 will get into hurricanes in a second. But uh, just to do some housekeeping really quickly, we mentioned it a little last oh, yeah. week that we're having uh, trouble with our host. Uh, is yeah. it my co-host Shane? I'm having trouble with him. No, our uh, our actual podcast hosts <laughs> are being uh, being right dicks to us. I think, even though we don't pay them that much, it's very little, really. They're still being asses right. and not helping. We're having serious <laughs> problems with our feed. Actually, you know what? I forgot to say this to you. I was going to say this to you off mic because it, uh, it was a bit embarrassing to say it to like all nine people that are left listening. Apparently, but uh, August <laughs> this year was our worst month in downloads ever in the podcast. This Yeah. This well, month. month just gone by. Last month. Right. Even August. like worse yeah. than the first ever month. <laughs> oh yeah. So that, ha- yeah. that has, to that has to be not true. I, yeah. I'll post this graph on Twitter, but I'll just send it to you now on IM just so as you... I know we're get this is like oh, yeah. g- going way off topic. Okay, so sorry, your man from um, Dallas, one of the main guy, and then the mum from Arrested Development were both in. I didn't realize it was her. Uh, I go. did think it looked like him, but I just wasn't sure. And Martin Milner, he's an older actor. Don't know what he's been in. No. He was so you can then. see the uh, you can see the image I just sent <laughs> you on IM. Yeah. Oh yeah, the graph. Yeah. Like, look at that drop there. 
Like, how is that possible? Like, you look at the growth we done as we go, and then we keep, like, we had one really low point in early 2017, but I think that was just we stopped doing the podcast for... Yeah, yeah probably because we didn't have many And then we go right back up and we go down a little... There's, like, good growth throughout. Loads of growth. Like, you see the start of the summer yeah, yeah. there. You're doing really well. It's a big spike. Uh, and then just the biggest crash you could imagine. Like, where it looks like the last month there, it looks like that might as well be zero. Like, you can't even see. It touches the yeah. bottom line, like. <laughs> yeah, so there's cert- there's 100% something wrong with our host uh, and the stats they're reporting to us. They're saying, yeah. no, it looks fine on our end. Uh, and then I had a... What other problem did yeah. I have? Oh, yeah, I made some changes to some episodes to try and add ads. It won't update. They're saying, ah, well, it's updating for us, so I don't know what to tell you. Then, a few days ago, our feed was just not working on any podcast app. I messaged them about that. They didn't reply. Because that's one where they cut and say, oh, it looks fine to us. Because anybody can click onto an iTunes, the iTunes or Apple app and see that it's not working. (laughs) Like, you know, so they they cut and just bullshit in that case. So where I was going with that was... So. Just to bitch about our hosts, but also just to say, yeah, if we're changing host in the next week or so, our feed might disappear for a while. Or I don't, you know, yeah. we we you just don't know what's going to happen with crossing over. We might have to like re-upload episodes. We might lose some of the back catalogue, depending on if they're in a the a file format that the new host won't use. If that's the case, we'll re-upload them afterwards anyway. That probably isn't an issue, but just if they're... I'm just yeah, trying yeah. to cover any possible issue there may be. Yeah, so there yeah. might be some knockoff anyway. That's the, why we change. But you can still join us on mm. Discord and chat to us and find us on Twitter and well, Facebook and Instagram. Well, a better, a better uh, place to go from there was, uh, let's say that our feed does disappear for a while and you really need your fix, then lucky for you, we... Uh, are going to have a Patreon up by then. And so there will be uh, bonus episodes on that. Uh, in fact, there's one bonus episode up there already, even though I haven't shared the uh, the link for Patreon yet. We just kind of wanted to make sure it was working, I guess. But there'll probably be, be two up by the time you hear this episode. So uh, people have something yeah, to buy and support us there. Uh, we're, it's a work in progress. You don't... Uh, don't uh, pledge if you don't feel like it or if you don't have the money, but if you want to support us or uh, just want access to bonus content or unaired episodes or whatever, it's worth it. Or I hope it's worth it. It will be worth it anyway. But uh, yeah, don't feel obliged to either. Yeah. You can just uh, buy a t-shirt or uh, even more importantly, leave us a review, particularly with our stats being terrible. We have no concept of how episodes are doing so uh, leaving us a review would be really helpful now because we'd actually know people are listening yeah absolutely it's the uh, best thing so yeah and tell a friend yeah yeah so let's get into hurricanes we don't really have hurricanes here no we got one was it last year we got hit by our first ever one kind of uh, Ophelia is nearly, I'd say that's definitely two years ago now, if not three. I think that was 2017. You're right, it was. It was two years ago, yeah. Um, 
and that was that it was, was around, it was around October two thousand and seventeen, I think. So the yeah. end of hurricane season, or not the end, but like nearing the end. Yeah, um, and then though weirdly, I've noticed, and especially this week, yesterday, I got uh, ruined by it, but. Again, this time of year, so it's hurricane season in like more tropical parts of the world, um, and probably more south of the equator and stuff like that. But uh, I find since we had Storm Ophelia here, uh, this time of year and getting into it, we seem to just have really high winds all the time. Uh, which, to my memory, growing up, we never had that as much. You know, of course, we'd have mad windy days and the storms and stuff, but there seems to be a lot more days where we just have these huge, crazy winds. Uh, like yesterday, the the roof of my greenhouse uh, got blown off, destroyed. So I now have no roof on my greenhouse. It's really mm-hmm. annoying. I guess if there's a, even a hurricane going on in, well, Climate. west of us, it would have some sort of effect on us. Yeah, it has to change air pressure, right? Like it's all one big ecosystem, you know. Well, yeah, because I think any, any hurricane that will pass over, like, or, in, or is in the vicinity of the Gulf Stream will have a yeah. knock-on effect for the weather for us. Yeah, it will, yeah. yeah it's, the, it's, the, it's, the hot, it's the hot ocean temperature that causes the hurricane, and the Gulf Stream is, oh, is a particularly warm stream. So, and I, I actually don't know that for a fact that it would affect us, but I just assume that it would have to have some sort of knock-on effect. Yeah, we think it would have to, you know. Because even if like if the Gulf Stream temperature like is is dropped a little bit, then that's going to have a knock on effect here. You know, mm. it well, might yeah, be I, a few days later or whatever. Because I think a lot of people even uh, because so we do get quite a few storms. Like we frequently get bad storms, or what we'd consider bad storms anyway. But I don't recall the media ever really making a big deal out of them. It wasn't until recent years I even like started hearing the storms that we get be given names like storm emma and storm henry and storm barney yeah, yeah. storm barney uh i did, but like do, do you agree do you do you remember like growing up us having like no i i i only very recently learned the that they go they named them alphabetically i didn't even know that was a thing till we had ophelia and people were like oh yeah it's O, and like the first storm was a and b and stuff i was like oh okay i just thought like i just assumed that the person who discovered it just named named it (laughs) their wife or their mother or something you know i didn't (laughs) or husband or whatever i didn't think it was a there was actually a a method to it you know what i mean but because of that i think uh, i kind of grew up as well not really knowing there was much of a difference between a hurricane and a storm no me neither but well i mean like a hurricane is just a type of a storm but i hadn't really thought much about it like or, or how a hurricane is formed exactly uh but i see is that something most people do know am i just an idiot or was I just an idiot? No, no, tell me. I'm sure you've done the research, have you? <laughs> <laughs> well, kind of, but I'm still not yeah. sure if I fully understand. So a hurricane is a rotating storm system that can cover an area of 100 miles. Low air pressure at the center of this storm, known as the eye, we all know that anyway, send powerful yeah. thunderstorms outwards while the high winds move across the water, creating a surge. And that's essentially like the, the wall of water that it brings with it. There's an explanation from live science that I could read out, but 
it might be yeah. too long. They say a hurricane is a giant heat engine, which is a good way to describe it. Oh, yeah. Converting the energy of the warm ocean air into powerful winds and waves. A distinctive feature is that their center is warmer than the surrounding air in what's called a warm core storm system. A hurricane requires warm ocean water, the fuel of the hurricane, and a wind pattern near the surface that spirals air inward. So is this all making sense to you so far? Kind of, yeah. Just the same for me. Just, just about. As the warm air at the center of the storm rises, a central area of low pressure is produced called the eye. The eye is about 20 to 30 miles wide. What's that in kilometers? Like 30. Sorry, 20 to 30? Uh, yeah, it's like nearly 50, nearly 50 to... kilometers. Okay. So about 20 to yeah. 30 miles and relatively calm. As the central pressure drops, more air is pulled in at the surface. Ah, okay. So it like sucks it up. Yeah. Also, I never even thought about this, but uh, in the Northern Hemisphere, the air spirals counterclockwise towards the eye. Oh, right, and, okay. And oh, the opposite in the Southern Hemisphere. It's just like the toilet in the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. In Australia. Uh, the famous reference. Yeah. So uh, the rising <laughs> warm air emerges from the top of the eye, spiraling in the opposite direction. The spiraling winds push on the sea surface, and this is what causes the storm surge I mentioned uh, and the just fucking wall of water. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Once it moves over land, obviously it starts to... Yeah, it's not being fueled once it moves over land, so that's why it uh, it will eventually stop. Oh yeah, because otherwise it just keeps feeding itself, so once it gets over land, yeah. it, it disrupts it. Yeah. So that's what happens yeah. when, uh, like I mentioned with the Gulf Stream, often when they... I did, like, that was with her, with Ophelia, I believe, wasn't that it? It hit the Gulf Stream, so that's why we got it, because it just got some extra power. Yeah, and it then pulled it up this way, basically. Or uh, Hurricane Sandy. Sorry. Hurricane Sandy. That uh, was yeah. like a category three hurricane or something. And it met with a nor'easter uh, hurricane, which is a macro hurricane. But when Hurricane San- oh, yeah. Sandy met with it, it just got fueled by it. Wow. Um, That's why it was so bad. Yeah, so it's it's like Doomsday from the Superman comics. <laughs> like it absorbs it absorbed that hurricane's power that hurricane wasn't powerful because it was just too far away and then sandy hit it absorbed its power and then like found a new use for the power yeah <laughs> it's like oh i'll have that power yeah like hurricane sandy can you remember that because like nobody expected that to be a problem it was it was was it was only like five days before a hit before like the mayor even like spoke about it and shit yeah it seemed to be just like oh it's not that bad oh shit and then suddenly because because obviously it hit the other one that yeah it just jumped but that was like it was right off the coast when that happened like it was not too late but it was fairly late in the game yeah it was the perfect storm <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Currently, so as we're recording this anyway, um, Hurricane Dorian has yeah. hit, I think, I don't know where it, it would be at right now, but it wasn't as bad as they thought it was going to be. It, it, no, it hit uh, the Bahamas bad, yeah. and then now it's uh, 
whereas it's southeast in the US. Like Georgia. Looking at I, the, was... I have a live thing of it here. <clears throat> I think it was, it had been upgraded back to a category three the last time I had been reading on. Yeah, it's category two there about an hour Bro. ago. Uh, 110 mile per hour winds, but 200,000 homes are without power as a result. That's the latest coming up on my feed here. But uh, what's interesting about that is yesterday it was like moving. It was moving at less than a one one mile an hour. So oh, really, like it calmed down. No, and then it wasn't. That it was calm. the The wind speeds and the and its gusts hadn't changed, but just the hurricane itself was moving slow. So it was just staying over. Oh yeah. Like that's why that's why the Bahamas got hit so bad because it just stayed over there for ages. Yeah, it was supposed to move up, but it didn't for a while. Yeah. But it's like, which would you rather, like a Category Five hitting you that like just moves over the city, like it hits Dublin and it just tears through Dublin within an hour, yeah. or a Category Three hits you and it's there for two days? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like, from a. As we get more into like preparedness and that kind of stuff, I think the fast one would be better. Yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah. I was thinking. Like, but so just but my point was more just because this was like downgraded. The yeah. fact that it was like moving so slow, it still seems so incredibly dangerous. That yeah, you you still wouldn't want to take any chances with it. Is what I was yeah, saying. Exactly. Hurricanes just seem very serious, no matter what uh, category they're given. I mean, obviously, if it's category one, you'd be like, okay, that's that's fine. I'll just stay in for the night. I won't go down to the pub anyway, but... Yeah, I'm actually curious what uh, category uh, Ophelia was, because that's... Uh, I'm just going to look it up here. Um, uh, because Ophelia was a, a, a category three, which I didn't think. Okay. Yeah, no, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose that's when it hit the US, sorry. Not necessarily when it hit here. Might have been a bit less here. Because it was bad here, but it wasn't um, like the worst thing ever. You know what I mean? Like, we couldn't go outside. And we'd a red red weather warning, which is our first one in however long. Like, we'd never really had... I think we had one in, like, was it the 60s or 70s? And back then it was just called the big wind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But also, like, we have our infrastructure isn't made for that weather at all. No. So, but that kind of tells you that maybe a Category 3 isn't, like, it, so a Category 3 hitting a, a state that deals with Category 4s. Yeah. Probably not going to cause as much damage as it would here. I, I stand corrected that the big wind was in 1839. <laughs> <There you go>. <laughs> <laughs> but it was one in 60, 61 or 67. Yeah, there was. Yeah. So. Um, so do you know... Oh, yeah, 1961, you're right, yeah. So we were talking about, like, so so a hurricane is just a form of a sto- of storm. It's a tropical storm. It's That's yeah. the technical definition. Uh, and everything else is just a very... Everything... When you hear... St- st- uh, typhoon and that they're all just different variations well actually no sorry that's not true either do you do you know what the difference between a hurricane typhoon and a cyclone is i do not not there's none it's uh just where they where they happen 
Oh, really? Okay. A, hur- a hurricane is North America, Eastern Pacific, and Atlantic. Typhoon is sort of Northern Pacific. And cyclone is oh, okay. just everywhere everywhere below the equator. That's why, like, I think Australia, we'll, we'll call it a cyclone. If, if it hits Australian, uh, Australian, hits Australia, it'll be called a cyclone. Oh, okay. But, actually, I feel like I've heard Australians say typhoon, though. Yeah. But yeah, now I'd say there is a technical definition in that, like, say, I'd say how the wind moves, you know, it's going to be different <clears throat> below the equator, like we said about the going clockwise versus anti-clockwise, that yeah. that's probably the technical definition of, the, it's not that if it happens below the equator, it's a cyclone, it's that if the air moves this way, it's a cyclone, and the air only moves this way below the equator, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm sure there is a technical reason they give them different names, but... I'd say so. A lot of it is more, it's more, like, quoquilism. Well, yeah, like, cyclones don't happen in America for whatever reason. Hurricanes do, though. They're both the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Where were we going with that? Well, yeah, they basically... That's a hurricane. <laughs> what? <laughs> basically, that's a hurricane. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah, the a old... boxer that was played by Denzel Washington... So so the only way to stop a hurricane, essentially, is, I guess, yeah, by pinning a uh, racially motivated crime on them. That's how you stop a hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> so, job Sorry. done. Job done. I think we could be corrupt cops. <laughs> oh, Johnny, we'd be great corrupt cops. I'd love that. Yeah, so I think where we finished up before going on the tangents was that, you know, cyclones, typhoons hurricanes they're all pretty much the same thing uh, just the same, it's yeah. the different regions they're all formed the same way they all uh, lose power once they once they run out of fuel <laughs> or once they once they run out of fuel uh, fuel fuel or uh, hit fuel. Uh, hit cold water if, if a hurricane hits uh, extremely yeah. cold water uh, obviously that's a change in temperature that's why that's why you don't get hurricanes in and in the antarctic they can't form. The air is too thin. So. But what if they didn't... Look- I, I just realised I have it in front of me in writing, right, to uh, bring down the whole cyclone, hurricane, typhoon thing. So I have a list of the 10 worst hurricanes. I'll get to it later. But one was in Bangladesh, and that's called a cyclone. One is in Vietnam, it's called a typhoon. There you go. And one is in Barbados, and it's called a hurricane. Ah, well, there you go. So it's just region. Yeah, yeah. Right, so they're all just different, those three that you've just picked out of the 10 worst, they're all just different names, but they're putting them all in the top, different yeah, regions, but they're putting yeah. them all in the 10 worst hurricanes. Yeah, they all three are in the top 10 hurricanes, yeah, yeah, but there's a cyclone, a typhoon, and a hurricane. Yeah, so it, it does seem, it, yeah, it's just regional. So let's take a quick break there, Yeah, uh, and depending on where you are. You uh, may hear some ads here, but uh, we'll be right back. Okay, so we were talking before about how, you know, what how, how the only thing to really stop a hurricane, despite uh, yeah. that guy in Florida's uh, plans, uh, is for, well, they naturally stop. You can't stop them. They stop themselves when they lose fuel or when they hit uh, colder air. But can you imagine what would happen if they didn't? It, like, what would happen if that didn't stop them? <laughs> they just keep going, like... 
they would become a, a hyper cane. Have you heard that word before? Is that, it sounds very made up. Is that what's on Jupiter? <laughs> I think that's... yeah. Well, yeah, I don't think so, because I don't know what... The eye of Jupiter, I th- uh, now there's probably people shading at me now saying I'm an idiot, but I thought that is like, it's basically a permanent storm that can't stop itself. It's a permanent storm, but that's what I was wondering with, but with the definition of a hurricane in terms of its, uh, the air temperature and stuff, I, I don't know how we could like classify it on another planet. I was, I, I'm not actually, they're all the while. I, I know it's a storm, but yeah, that was yeah. more of a joke. I don't know if it's, can, you can classify it as a hurricane. Is Jupiter, is it in the sea, you know? Is it tropical? Yeah. Is it a storm or is it a shield to stop us looking to see what they're doing yeah. underneath it? Yeah. The, uh... But no, uh, a hypercane is a theoretical super hurricane that could happen if temperatures reached, like temperatures in the ocean, yeah. reached around 50 degrees Celsius or 122 Fahrenheit. Oh, so like impossibly hot. <laughs> Maybe close to impossibly hot. But what would you think? What would you think that would mean? How much warmer do you think that is? That's crazy warm, though. Like, I imagine it's probably somewhere around the 20s. That's only 15 degrees warmer than the warmest temperature ever recorded. Really? Wow. Of, like, sea temperature? Yeah. 15 degrees Celsius. Uh, That's of the warmest temperature ever recorded. Yeah, yeah. uh, There's another reason, like, to, to not get too focused on just, like, the temperature rising naturally or through climate change like man-made climate change or a natural rise in the atmosphere there's another there's another reason uh you could be worried or that maybe you should be worried about hypercane oh yeah that's because the temperature in the ocean can rise instantly in the event of a super volcanic explosion or an asteroid impact of course yeah yeah i didn't think of that it's actually theorized that it wasn't exactly the asteroid that would have wiped out the dinosaurs but it would have been the resultant hypercanes from the asteroid impact especially because the continents were connected yeah yeah so they could cover more ground without hitting the like whatever i don't know where i used to notice where the asteroid was meant to have hit oh isn't it like but uh, the gulf of mexico like that's the chunk taken out yeah, yeah. So, like, wasn't there was only really there would have only really been like three seas at that point. Yeah. So there was only two seas that could have stopped the hypercanes. Like they would have still had cold, cold water, but the continents were so connected, uh, it wouldn't have hit them. Uh, but yeah, so I I think that's a great that's theory. A cool theory. Just if you if you want to hear a bit more about it, a hypercane would extend into the upper stratosphere uh, whereas a normal hurricane is only in the lower stratosphere that actually mean that you don't even need to worry about the hypercane itself hypercane <laughs> it's such a weird word to say but if it's entering into the upper stratosphere it would actually have an effect on the ozone an instantaneous effect on the ozone layer wow instantaneous yeah. essentially you're talking about a storm happening in the upper stratosphere, so water's been absorbed. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. In, in into the ozone layer, which would we, we would lose CO two. Yeah, yeah, I've decided I'm gonna become a professional wrestler, and I'm gonna be known as Hypercane. Oh, because there was it. There was hurricane and typhoon. Where 
Oh yeah, we're a tag team. I was just thinking, wasn't there a wrestling duo of ty- Typhoon? Yeah, yeah. familiar to me. I was thinking. Yeah, Typhoon and Hurricane, I believe, were tag partners. Oh yeah. And did they have a? And move I guess that was Cyclone? quite. <laughs> I don't believe so, but. Now that I think about it, that was quite clever because they both looked the exact. They were both like big burly men with long hair and beards. Like they both looked the exact same. That's and obviously really they, they knew that a typhoon and a hurricane were the same thing. That's really smart. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, also so a, a hypercane uh, wind speeds would be 800 kilometers or 500 miles an hour and gusts Jeez. 970. Their internal pressure would be around 700 uh hectopascals uh which would mean uh, that, so the, that's lower lower internal pressure yeah uh, 700 is low uh and that the lower the pressure the longer it lasts that would mean uh, a hypercane would last for about a month oh jesus <laughs> like the only way to survive that is by being very much landlocked and being deep underground like there's no <laughs> Yeah, like there's no way. But they're but they're so powerful though that it would lose power. But what that'd still get to landlock areas and just be a small hurricane. Oh, I know, but I mean, you've re- less risk of like flooding and things. Like oh, that. oh, I know. No, I'm just saying that it's still like they sound terrifying. Now these are completely theoretical, so yeah, you need to be in like Cheyenne Mountain, like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but you compare that to, and I'm sure this is on your list, but the largest hurricane, or actually a typhoon, so it's probably one you mentioned, was Typhoon Tip in 1973. Did you come across that on your list when you were looking up? Um, I'm just looking here. It's actually not on my list. Yeah. This is okay. this is by death toll, so it's different there. Oh, but, oh, right. Okay. So, yeah, actually, yeah. this, yeah, so this is just the most powerful, but it had wind speeds of 305 kilometers an hour. 900 or 190 miles and a central pressure of 870 uh, hectopascals so you compare that to the wind speeds of 800 kilometers and 700 yeah. hectopascals which is meaningless because that sounds like it's only 170 of a difference but oh, yeah. it's the wind speeds that you can hear and think yeah that that's quite a difference that is crazy so it's more than twice it's three times the the in speed it's three times yeah 800 fast. 800 kilometers per hour like that's <laughs> i know it's crazy even even the uh waters after a hypercane would remain hot enough that <laughs> that they would likely create more yeah of course <laughs> and uh the clouds uh would reach 30 to 40 kilometers into the stratosphere jesus now that you you've said about jupiter that must be what's happening on jupiter because you see like the 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 sort of i was gonna say yeah well a recreation of what jupiter must look like yeah that's what it look it just looks like hell it just looks like hell is happening there yeah yeah that is hell but if they theorized that you know the oceans would have got this could have happened with the asteroid impact that wiped out the dinosaurs yeah i can see that it all make it kind of makes sense to me now that they could have been wiped out by the resultant weather conditions like a hypercane we should make a movie called hypercane yeah just to give you some perspective the spot on jupiter has thought to have existed since about 1665 
um, <laughs> and it's been recorded since the 1830s. It's been constantly being observed and recorded, like continuously since then. And it moved somewhere in 1994. They realized it had moved like further north or something like that. That's mad. Imagine that just stopped one day. Like they just look through the telescope and it's just gone. That's a great opening to a sci-fi movie. Just like the storm stopped. Mm. That's a real like day the day the earth stood still or um But and there was no sign of it coming, it just stops one day. Yeah, li- dead. Just stops. Yeah. Just a bunch of flying saucers fly out of it then. So yeah, I don't want to like scare people too much about hypercanes because it's obviously it's a theory, it's made up. But uh, if you do want to be scared, Shane, you have uh, some info on the worst actual hurricanes to ever hit. Yeah, these are on. Um, these are more to do with death toll. But anyway, there's so starting at number. Well, that's that's the scariest yeah. part. So. so number ten is Hurricane Andrew, which hit the Bahamas and Florida in 1992, and that killed 55 people. Um, which is quite small, but mm. these are going to get... It's it's sad that we would say that that's a small number. I know, but yeah. yeah. Well, if, per perspective, uh, Dorian so far has been associated with killing about 10 or 5 people, I think, in Bahamas. Um, so 55 is, right. you know, it's 11 times more. It's a huge amount of people. Yeah. Um, Population of around 300,000 as well. Yeah. And then uh, 9 is Hurricane Harvey, which was only two years ago, killed 70 people um, around southeast Texas. Uh, and that was a Category 4. So it went... Uh, it made landfall as a Category 1, but it quickly strengthened to a Category 4. Uh, victims are still recovering Ooh. and in need of aid. There you go. So they're sti- still rebuilding Jesus. two years later from that one. And then number 8 is Hurricane Ike, which was in 2008, killed 103 people off the... Cuba in Cuba and Texas Gulf. Yeah, I remember that. Remember yeah. um, and that was, the, that was the one that... That was a very severe yeah, one. Yeah, it hit just after Hurricane Katrina. Um, storm surges reached approximately 10 feet. Um, so it's grown so, so dra- drastically in diameter, covering 424 miles northwest to southeast, which is a huge uh, storm. That's massive. And yeah, Hurricane Ike killed 103 people in 2008. And then for the next one, was it's what's called... See, then as we go back in time, then they don't have names quite the same way. So you yeah. got... Uh, this one's in 1935. The Labor Day Hurricane. It's sometimes referred to as Storm of the Century. And that was in 1935. And it killed 500 people. Oh, okay. Now, I do like those kind of nicknames because didn't... Hurricane Sandy was also called Frankenstorm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it had joined <laughs> with the other hurricane. Yeah, because it hit the other one. And it hit on, um, Hall- it hit and on Halloween. We, oh, of course, yeah, yeah. We've Hurricane Katrina coming in at number six, uh, which was 2005, and that killed uh, 1,200 <laughs> people. What are you oh. laughing <laughs> I was laughing at you the way you said, and coming in at number seven, <laughs> Hurricane <laughs> Katrina. <laughs> yeah. uh, it sounded like you were laughing at one thousand two hundred people being no, killed. No. There, that's that's the that's the delay. Not <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was number six. It was um, so obviously New Orleans. They had a big problem with flooding. Um, 
as water was submerged over 80% of the city. So it was a 27-foot storm surge, which is insane Jesus. amount of water. Oh, just um, a wall of water. Yeah, yeah. And then as we go back in time, there's they kind of get a bit worse here, obviously because of infrastructure and uh, how people Warning live. And systems like and, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the Galveston uh, hurricane which was in Galveston, Texas in 1900, killed uh, 12,000 people. At least 8,000 were killed as a direct result of the storm. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Soon after the disaster, Galveston built its seawall spanning 10 miles of coastline to protect the city from future storms. Cool. So they built a a Pacific Rim wall. (laughs) That's that's pretty cool. Where's that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Galveston, Texas. I know the name Galveston, Texas. I wonder, is that why I know it? Yeah. It must be that. I must have seen that before, that wall. Yeah, I'd never heard of that. I definitely know the um, name. There's, I, I know the name for... The, there's a reason, and maybe that's it. Well, I think I now, for number four, we've what well, I think is probably the greatest name for Hurricane ever. Um, And this was in eight, or 1780 and it hit Barbados, and that was known as the Great Hurricane. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> um, and uh, that killed 22,000 people. Ooh, Jesus. Well, I'm, I'm trying to balance tragedy, tragedy and humour here, you know. Build you up, get you laughing, and then be like, 22,000 people. What died. number was that? Yeah. That was number four. So we've three to go. So 22,000 people killed at number four. Now... We take a big jump. Uh, the 70s was a bad time for hurricanes and death tolls. So in 1975, China and Taiwan were hit by Typhoon Nina. Um, <coughs> how many people do you think were killed by that? So it was 22,000 last time. Yeah, how many? So we're taking a leap now to number three. Right, but it was, it was in China, did you say? Uh, China and Taiwan. Okay, uh, yeah, we're going much higher. Uh, I'm probably going too high. I'm going to say 200,000. 171,000. Oh, not bad, not bad. I mean, not bad, my <laughs> guess, not the not the number of people that <laughs> were dead. Yeah, which is like, like going from 22,000 and then the next one's 171,000. Yeah. And directly killed was 145,000, like during the storm, wow. and then it's knock-on effect of people from flooding or being trapped yeah, or whatever yeah. you know because um, because a big thing is uh disease and stuff like that afterwards because whole sewer systems are disrupted and stuff like people get yeah of course that famines was, and all sorts of stuff so yeah it's a big thing with hurricane um, katrina was just a disease from the like because you talk about the, su- yeah, the yeah. sewers you're um, just fucking everything i yeah. mean like just the dead, the, the dead animals, just wildlife, just left rotten in the water in your fucking street for weeks. Like, yeah, what's it? What's it? Um, what's it called? Dysentery, isn't it? Or what's sorry, the disease again? called again? What's the disease called again? Dis- dysentery or something like that? Yeah, the classics: E. coli and salmonella yeah. and all sorts of stuff coming in, and then just general like infections. Like you get a cut and you're walking through these waters, which are full of crap. You're just going to get an infection. Like if yeah. you have a cut in your leg. So coming in at number two was 1881. Uh, we're Vietnam, which was a typhoon. It's the uh, Haiphong Typhoon. And that killed 300,000 people. Um, 
the the rice fields flooded with over 12 feet of water in the area. Wow. Uh, the storm devastated the region of Haiphong, Phong, uh, Vietnam, near the Gulf of uh, Tonkin, which is a major seaport. It was destroyed in 1881. And then finally, in at number one, <laughs> um, was uh, <laughs> in 1970. I did say the 70s was a bad time. Uh, for hurricanes, great which, time for music and movies. Which was the... It's, I, I'm not sure how to pronounce this, but I'm going to say Vola Cyclone, which is B-H-O-L-A. Mm. Um, and that destroyed Bangladesh. Um, although Bangladesh is prone to several cyclones <coughs> in a season, the area was ultimately unprepared for a storm of this magnitude. The region most affected were rural and hard communication support, uh, poor communication systems, making storm warnings nearly impossible. Uh, since the storm warning and evacuation systems have been improved, saving hundreds of thousands of lives, and it's estimated that between 300,000 and 500,000 people were killed. So nearly wow. half a million people were killed in 1970. That's insane. Um, That's insane. I'm trying to find a category for this storm. Wow. 35% of the area was flooded uh, with over 20 feet high uh, waters above sea level. Uh, 20% of it was submerged underwater from like rivers and things. Uh, an area of 360 miles long coastline was like disappeared. That's crazy. Wow. And that, that's the power and that of... That was only for winds. That was only from wind? Uh, well, it was just from there. Yeah, the, uh, the highest winds were 140 miles per hour. So it wasn't even that huge a storm. But yeah. just the area wasn't prepared for it and nobody evacuated because the infrastructure just wasn't there that, that's that's what happens as you go back in time people don't know what's happening you know yeah when you don't have those warning systems that, like that's been a game changer because yeah. it does seem like even when you go through that list it's or when you look at lists online not necessarily of death toll but just of sheer amount of hurricanes you do it does seem like they're far more common in the last 20 years but the debt toll is going. Yeah. The debt toll is going down, and that's because of preparedness and early warning systems. Because that's the thing: fifty uh, storms reach hurricane level every year, at le- or at least fifty storms, I think. Yeah, and the seasons are different on either side of the equator. But that does mean that for around nine months of the year, there's a hurricane getting ready to hit somewhere. 50 doesn't sound like a big number, but, like, how many weeks is there in a year, you know? And that's throughout a a nine-month period. So to even get a warning a few days in advance... It's more than one week. To even get a warning a few days in advance, you're kind of... We're almost lucky, like, but our early warning systems now... Like, when did you hear about Hurricane Dorian first? Like, it feels like it was weeks ago. ago. But so maybe we'll get into, speaking of warning systems, we'll uh, get into hurricane preparedness right after another quick break. I was actually asking you there. Those were the top 10, and uh, we should probably get into uh, the surviving, or not not so much surviving, but preparing. Because I I would hope nobody listening to this will ever be in the situation where they need to survive uh, a hurricane. Just need to prepare for it, I mean, you know, survive it in a sense, survive it from, you know, the safety of their their own bunker, maybe. I hope they're never out in it, basically. (laughs) 
But you know, maybe we'll have to do a hypercane episode, like a world where you just where there's constantly like that. Imagine that post-apocalyptic world where there's just constantly super hurricanes forming. That's a cool. Um, that is cool. That's almost. Ah, oh, I feel like there's a movie where that is already. There might. May, there may very well be. But uh, that's gonna drive me nuts. There's something where it's like. Oh, maybe it was that Geostorm. No, apparently, um, what's it? Weekly Planet are always going on about Geostorm, and apparently, in uh, Geostorm, there is no Geostorm. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, no, it's the because it's a super weapon that can cause. But I think the Geostorm is what we're talking about is what it would co- what it can cause. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's great. Like they um, they reviewed it, and there's like because that film was like made in. 2013 yeah yeah it was made a long time ago. and released in 2017 yeah so as far as preparing for it well what would you uh what would you put number one on the list the uh the number one thing you should do to prepare for a hurricane oh number one i'm saying that like i have it as if i have an answer for you but i'm just curious to, to yours um, well I, th- I think the big thing is you don't know you're preparing for the worst, you know? So the worst is mm. your house is flooded um, and you're trapped there for a while. Do you think that's good advice then to just, uh, no matter what the authorities are telling you, just prepare for a Category 5? Yeah, absolutely. Because, like, if, you, if, you, if you're if you prepared for a Category 5, yeah. you can definitely survive a Category 3, I guess. It's like the whole idea about why people should prepare for the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Because if you're prepared for the zombie apocalypse, you're prepared for anything. Yeah, it's a good idea. <laughs> it's a good prepare. Um, no, I think <clears throat> I think probably clean, clean water is probably one of the most important things. Yeah, yeah. I think that if, if you're living anywhere and you get the hurricane warning, the first thing you should do is just stockpile water. Yeah stockpile clean drinking water and stockpile non-drinking water like even if it's not in contain like fill every bat and sink yeah. and just have enough water that you can like flush your toilet and stuff like yeah, that yeah because even if even if you were like your house or your area isn't hit that badly but things like sewer systems and freshwater systems are going to be hugely affected um yeah or they, they could just be turned yeah. off um, and like the same with power and stuff like even if you're not in a area that's hit badly your power is probably or is still likely to go and it'll be because it's turned off because they don't want to blow generators and cause fires and all this other well, shit well yeah like right now as we're recording this there's <coughs> uh, what did I say 200,000 homes without power yeah well that was the main thing when with Hurricane Ophelia here it was the power being shut off afterwards that affected people the most like because it was gone for ages in a lot of places. Remember, that was a big thing with Hurricane Sandy, too. The fires that was caused. That just reminded me when we were talking about generators blowing. But I remember oh, yeah. in, like, Staten Island. On Staten Island, there was a massive fire. And because the hurricane was still going, oh, the yeah. wind, it was just spreading the fire with it. I remember seeing a video, and it did just look like a fire hurricane. Yeah, yeah. Scary. Like, it was terror. It was, it was just, like, something... F- it was like something from a Clive Barker novel from like his a vision of hell. <laughs> it was hellfire. And it burnt like something like 170 homes in like the space of an hour. Oh, but amazingly, nobody died. 
I think it was all down as well to like there was just a volunteer fire service that just like got everybody out as like this fire hurricane was just spreading across the estate. Yeah. Oh. Not sure what that had got to do with preparedness. I guess uh, the lesson to be learned from that might be don't light a lot of candles. <laughs> well, uh, like uh, a big thing is have an evacuation plan as well, I think. If um, like areas are going to have evacuation plans like FEMA and civil defense and stuff like that are going to be on the ground and things but still have um mm. still have a plan to get out like um, I, I would say a lot of it is just information no i see a lot of it is just information just make sure you have access to all the information available to you that you're you know there's like the hurricane map site you know track first just track to see what hurricanes are around you yeah and make give yourself a reminder to like if you if you think they're you should be worried. Just uh, keep checking to make to because, like, um, if if it's not, if it's anything less than a category two, you might never even hear about it. You won't hear about it until it's upgraded. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's the big difference now. Is as we were saying that, like, to the ones in the even the seventies, there, like, it's just being aware of it, being able to prepare for it. I guess there's stuff you have to do if you're. A homeowner as well, like one of the biggest things you need to prepare for is uh, the fight you're going to have with your insurance company. Yeah. So <laughs> it's probably a good idea to just like get photographs of everything in your home, how it looks like, so it's, yeah, you have an accurate before and after. Yeah, that's a big thing. It's like, mate, yeah, have a, especially if you're in a, a region that gets hit by them a lot, like, yeah insurance and things because i always wondered it's that like certain areas if they're prone to flooding you can't get flooding insurance or you have to get it separate yeah, yeah. And it's expensive and so. that's what i was going to say i was wondering about that uh all those homes in staten island where it was the fire that uh burnt them down yeah how did their insurance did their insurance company have to pay out for that i would hope because so. it was fire yeah i'd hope i would hope so what were you um, hit by? Oh, Hellfire? Does is Hellfire on it uh, on insurance? <laughs> oh, he- Hellfire might count as an act of God. <laughs> well, yeah, it says. Oh no, this says you don't protect against act of God. Nothing about acts of Lucifer. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is clearly an act of pure evil. So you can see from. <laughs> yeah, it's the flooding that is the big one. Yeah. Like flooding's what like does damage to your home, like. In, it, it just even if you're not in a, an area that gets hit badly like the flooding is what's going to like it's going to cost you thousands in repairs but it can also still be really dangerous yeah like even a c- couple of it like you think of a couple of inches of water as being nothing but it's coming in at like such a speed in that that like when it's like the surge if you're anywhere near that and even if you're only getting a few inches of water it's still enough to like knock you off your feet and stuff. Oh, you could be instantly... If you're in your home, like... You could be instantly up to your ankles in water. It's like the tide coming in, like, straight away into your house. Yeah, yeah. And if you're not prepared for that, that's crazy. No, and that's why you even see people driving around, and it's only, like, well, maybe a little deeper, like, well, it might be a foot or two deep, and you think, oh, that's safe enough to drive in. Yeah. But, like, you've no idea what potholes you're hitting and how... Like you, you see, you've heard stories of people driving straight into ditches because they thought they were still on the road but couldn't see with the water. Yeah, and and then we're dead within minutes. That's it. Yeah, um, and of course it's going to affect your brakes and everything, and then so much. It's crazy. 
Yeah, I think just planning ahead, obviously, having in all the information available of evacuation points, whether you are being evacuated, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but just a source of communication as well for journalists or like a hand hand cranked radio, a battery yeah. operated one is fine too. But like it's always good to have a, a hand crank. Uh, yeah, communications is key. Yeah, like, absolutely. Because that's your. Because you see so many. Like, every time there's a big flood or hurricane, there's always footage of like a family on the roof of their house and the water's like oh, lapping at their yeah. feet and they're on the absolute peak of their roof. And they're just there, like, waving a t-shirt in the air, hoping somebody will see them. Or if you did a radio, you know, something. Yeah. What's incredible, too, is this going back to Hurricane Sandy. Uh, I believe there were, there was more people rescued through contacting the uh, emergency services through Twitter. Oh, yeah. Than through, fo- through phone because phone lines were down pretty much instantly, but people could still had on and off access to the internet. Yeah, yeah. Like and 3, 3G or 4G. And then it's a written record of where you are and what your situation is as well. When you think yeah. Somebody will get like, yeah, you don't need to be, once you can send that out there, yeah. somebody can see it. it does, it's not lost in the mix. But that, that's just amazing to me that the change in technology has already made that much of an impact yeah it's a big thing but if everybody had hand, hand crank radios that helped too yeah I thought it was raining outside but it's my laptop fan has just sped up sorry uh, the, the way you looked there I was just expecting to see you just looked so concerned I was just waiting for a masked killer to appear behind <laughs> you and, and then suddenly you're I was like even thinking sh- should I should I should I press record and get video on this? <laughs> just, in, just is something bad about to happen? And that's where suddenly Johnny found found himself in a movie from two thousand and twelve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, even though there was one came I, out I like last year, wasn't there about that? Unf- unfriended. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say as well. I wasn't going to record it for evidence. I was just going to record it for the Patreon. Oh yeah be ten ten dollar tier you me get to see shit set behind me <laughs> using it as a sound barrier to break up the echo of my room <laughs> but what else so i guess you see usually we try and learn lessons from movies but uh we haven't done crawl yet but i guess you should look out for alligators especially if you're in florida oh yeah uh, you should look out for uh, hurricane heists, so people trying to rob banks during hurricanes. Yeah. So a good thing to have would be a um, maybe a stick that's about a foot tall that if you are attacked by an alligator, you can just quickly put it in his mouth <laughs> and then he can't chomp down on you. That's, that's a good thing to have in your bug out bag. That's uh, not bad, not bad. Or a really strong rubber band you could put over the mouth of an alligator. <laughs> I've seen I've seen that work. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, pretty sure that's a real thing. It is. I don't think they even have to be that strong. I think it's one of those things they don't have a very good up jaw muscles, but they have a really strong yeah, bite, yeah. isn't it? Like yeah. they're pretty much the the pressure they can the pressure they can chomp down on is like the equivalent of four ton. Yeah, but it only works that in that direction. Yeah, they they literally have the muscle to lift their their jaw, and that's it. Like. Any heavy major yeah. pressure on it, and they can't lift it. 
I think that's even why they snap, kind of. Like, they don't... Well, I, no, I've seen them sort of wait for things to come into their mouth. Yeah. But... Or that might be I crocodiles. I think that's crocodiles, yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe it's crocodiles I'm thinking of. Because I'm thinking of Steve Irwin used... To, like, all his videos of him capturing crocodiles, he's always um, putting the rubber bands over their mouths. Well, you know what? We'll, we'll look into that and we'll uh, correct ourselves when we do the crawl episode. Yeah. Uh, that can be how we survive that movie. Just a pack of rubber bands in your pocket and you're fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as far as, like, preparing for this, with, with items you need, it's the, it's the standard bug-out bag stuff. Yeah, it's... Only, of course, you're not you're not in a bug-out bag. If, if anything, you should get some, like, plastic boxes to keep your supplies in to protect them against water and flooding. And... Yeah, you want, you want foods that, even if you are sitting in, like, shallow water and you're in your attic uh that you can still eat you know so you don't want things like a gas cooker or any of that kind of stuff you want like tinned food and um yeah exactly and then you obviously want a waterproof torch of some kind and a crank radio um yeah glow sticks are probably like as many glow sticks as you can are probably like a great thing to have for any sort for a hurricane or flooding or any anything water related yeah because glow sticks last between like six and twelve hours depending on the quality of them yeah you can get really good ones i had ones i think when we went camping i had ones that lasted up to 24 hours which i always thought was really stupid but yeah yeah (laughs) why would you need them for 24 unless you're cave diving yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I assume they are made for cave diving and stuff like that. Like, but I I bought cheap ones in a pound shop and they lasted like all night. When I was at a festival, we were in the campsite in the festival and I yeah, covered our tent yeah. in them and it was perfect. Like, and what they're great for too, especially like if you have a family and stuff. If if you're in a ha- bugging in in a house during a, a bad storm and you're going to lose electricity and it's going to be even during the day it's going to be dark just for like strapping them to your kids like as wristbands just so as you can see where they are at all times and shit like yeah, that yeah that's a good idea and if they go um, into the water you might see them yeah too. you'll just see a glow stick floating by itself and that's that's when you know Timmy isn't coming back <laughs> and then you realise next to it is a floating broken rubber band and you're like no <laughs> I thought you were going to say you just see a red balloon pop up. <laughs> uh, that'll be even probably our next episode, would it? Surviving mm, it too could be since it's out this week, isn't it? I can't remember our last it episode if we went through. Did we cover it all, or did we only cover the, that movie? Um, I think we did because I you didn't spoil it on me because I hadn't read the book. But we you'd seen the original. Ah, yeah, but like years and years ago. But you referenced oh, okay. a lot of it. The fact that we can't remember means we should probably revisit it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's uh, pretty much... I Obviously, we've left out loads of stuff you should keep in mind when preparing for the hurricane, but I feel like it's stuff... like li- we, we One of our very early episodes was like pre- called Preparing for Disaster, and I feel yeah. like it's the same sort of list... There's yeah. obviously the only f- few differences is obviously when you're when you're so worried about flooding, everything your sort of, all your supplies should probably be waterproofed to some degree. Yeah, you know, your food and utensils kept in like plastic containers. Yeah, they're airtight and just like 
making sure any any sort of documents you might need like especially if you your insurance need to evacuate yeah your insurance forms your passports or in case you need to fuck in case the state's gonna be completely destroyed and you yeah. need to leave the like the and a, an important thing is like during the storm is there is a calm at the eye of the storm as well when it passes over you yeah so don't be like oh it's over like wait it out like like that listen to your communication i think that, that's a big part mm. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, like, there's lots of simple things you can do if you're just being hit by high winds is maybe, like, duct tape blankets to your windows. So if the windows do break, the glass isn't blown into the house, things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, and and even just, like, when you hear that there's a hurricane maybe hitting, take a walk around your house and just have a look at the trees and think... If yeah. that tree was blown down, would it come through an in uh, come through a window and yeah? Exactly. And if the answer is yes, that looks like it could do that. Then you cut down beforehand. Yeah, and stay away from windows. Try and stay in like well, the center yeah. of your house and stuff. And have have evacuation plans. Make it so you can easily get to your attic if it starts flooding badly, or that you can get out of the house and get to higher ground or whatever. You know. Just... Yeah. Yeah. But I would, I'd be curious to uh, who listening to this podcast is li- living in hurricane zones. I know we, we've had, we've actually heard from a lot before, and most of our audience is American, so a lot of you yeah. guys would be living in. I, I'd be curious if any of you living in Florida can get in contact with us and let us know how you got on during Hurricane Dorian. Yeah, we'd love to hear that kind of stuff. Yeah, unless you had like severe tragedy, then. Like, that's probably something you shouldn't be sharing with, like, two idiots doing a podcast. I was going to say, then definitely tell us. <laughs> but, uh, no, no, yeah, you're right. Well, no, you can't. I'm not saying don't, but, like... Yeah, we're not that kind of podcast to, to handle something that serious. To t- I think we're fairly safe. I, I would imagine that there's nobody who recently lost a family member in a hurricane is going to download a podcast with the title <laughs> Hurricane in it, you know? <laughs> But no, I would be curious just to hear from people who've experienced proper hurricanes. That, uh, yeah, maybe they probably have, probably have loads of tips and things or even stories of surviving. I'm sure great. they have far better advice than we just gave. Yeah. Because <laughs> our, our, like, we, we, we haven't experienced hurricanes. Not proper. I no. feel like uh, it's all right advice anyway. It's a good advice for preparing for any sort of a storm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm sure there's all sorts of other things you need to look out for. Well, hurricane coming your way. Yeah, I, th- I think I think your advice is probably the best. Is the best tip we can give is just stay informed and have communication. Like that's that's your best tool. Yeah, and it's just a... trust trust uh, the authorities, even if they were wrong the la- the the previous year. You know. Yeah. Because that again, that was the big problem with Hurricane Sandy, where I think only twice the entire subway system in new york has been shut down for hurricane sandy and the year before which i always thought oh well no not 9-11 but apparently not even for 9-11 was the entire subway shut down oh yeah not the whole thing yeah yeah, yeah. but because in 2011 the storm that hit i i don't know what category it ended up being but it was like two or three yeah but because of that that was why most people for Hurricane Sandy didn't evacuate and and look at what happened. Like just just trust that the authorities, if if they're worrying about shit, don't don't worry too, but just prepare. Yeah, that's it exactly. 
Don't have much more I can say on that. No. No, I don't think there is much more to say about it. Not with uh, our limited, our limited expertise, our limited knowledge, <laughs> intellect. Oh, that, that's much worse than what I was saying. <laughs> All I can say is, you know, keep it breezy. <laughs> Should we just end there? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That'd be a great place to end. Only I do want to remind people very quickly that uh, we. We'll have a Patreon up by the time this ep- by the time you hear this episode. Yeah. In all honesty, the only reason we're even recording this is because we want to launch we, we want to launch a Patreon and let people know. But also uh I really want to upload an episode to try and get our feedback working. And that's yeah. why we're recording this via Skype. Uh, uh, yeah. or not Skype, but another another video Skype type service. Surface. That's better. Actually, we're, we're recording on Discord. I don't know why we're not just saying that. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> um, we're on Discord. And speaking of Discord, also join that. A uh, link will be in, in the description. Uh, but yeah, so we were meant to meet today. In fact, like I was sick, so I wasn't sure if we were going to meet. And then we were, and then you caught, and then we decided to jump on mic online and just do it. But it's all just to try and get an episode out there. So this... I'll know in the edit how well this one worked out. But uh, if it wasn't the best apologies if 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 you're hearing this and you think oh this wasn't quite what i was expecting this wasn't the uh the the quality i've become used to from the hawkeye of survival podcasts then uh <laughs> go and check out our patreon and there'll be there'll be even better stuff on there yeah the hawkeye of disaster podcasts <laughs> that, that's a Oh, that's a that's part of that's canon. That's part. That's an old joke. I know. I haven't heard that for a while. Oh, okay. <laughs> did you did you not notice that in the Patreon on the Patreon page? No. <laughs> okay. At the top of Patreon, they give you an option for what you're creating, and it's like disaster artists are creating, and you can put in video content, podcasts, music, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But they give you the option to edit it, and I put in disaster artists are creating the Hawkeye of survival podcasts. <laughs> I hadn't I hadn't copped on, but that's really right. that's how that's how serious I'm taking Patreon. Yeah, but yeah, uh, and you don't need to support us there. All these episodes, all our main show, will always be free, and there's no obligation to support us. If you do want to like non-monetarily support us, you can just leave us a review on whatever app you're using which is just as important and we will be just as grateful. But uh, yeah, so I think that's it. Yeah. So until next time, have a nice apocalypse. Stay safe and be prepared.